Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, y'all. I hope y'all are ready to make some noise. Kenyatta Spence, are you ready? Shake Anderson, are you ready? And Mr. Talking Noise himself, Lloyd Spence, are you ready? If you clicked on this podcast, then that must mean that you're ready for Talking Noise, the daily podcast. Well, if you're ready, then come on, let's make some noise. Happy Friday, everybody. Man. Happy Friday. Yo, yo. In a good place. I'm in a good place. Are you in a good place? Yo, <laughs> yeah. We live now. We live? We live. We live. Happy Man. Friday. End of the week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're here in the building with us. Looking delicious again. <laughs> My kids hate when I say that. They hate oh, man, I bet. I don't care. I don't care. I, I bet. Okay. If she didn't look delicious, y'all wouldn't be here. That's all I'm saying. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, my, all my, I'm saying. My young years. All I'm saying. All right. Miss Spence, you're in the building with us. You here? Yes, sir. All right. Good to see you. Good to see you. And, of course, our special musical guest today, Jawan. The one, yeah. I am. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Everything is everything. We're here. Man, good to see you here, man. You look great. Man, I feel great. Feel good. Skincare is good. Yeah, <laughs> skincare is good. Yeah, we're good. Noise makers are pulling up all over the place. We got, look at that Tony O'Drake. Right, what? Tony. I did say delicious. I did. I use those exact words. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> Thank you, Jay, for the late notice on the muted. Thank you. I appreciate it, brother. <laughs> oh, name Jay, too? Bless me. Love. Jay's a winning out here. Jay's a winning. Shout out to Jay Jordan, because Jay just uh, got his uh, his wine should be on en route. He was oh, one of our wine winners this past week. So nice. shout out to Jay Jordan. Uh, Chad Mays laughing at us. Uh, look at the job. Hey, what's, what's up? What's up? My boy rated. Yeah, right. he out of New York. What's good? Out of New York. Okay. What's yeah, yeah. On? I still got that feature for you, man. Shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to you. Look, Jay. He's excited. See, I made Jay's day. His wine is coming. He's in a good place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's in a good place, and and we do that every Saturday night. So those who want to pull up. For our Saturday night show called Uncorked Wine Live. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mr. Nolan. Of course, me and Mrs. Noise come through. So you can pull up as well. And of course, now joining us right now, our third host, Uncle Noise. Can I show you? I can show you better than I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you oh, are man. off the chain. Oh, my God. Uncle Noise. Why do you have on your mask? 
I can show you. I know why he's wearing his bags, oh, ladies man. and gentlemen. Oh, it's my because God. Because of the topic of our show today, breaking news at about midnight last night. Wow. He got that rolling, dog. Crazy. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Man. Breaking news for those of you who have not heard. I'm sure everybody has heard by now. But the president and the first lady have tested positive for COVID-19. And also somebody named Holly Hicks that works for her. But I still ain't figured out what she does. But there is a picture floating around the interweb with the president and Holly holding hands. I don't know why. Uh-oh. They didn't look like they was in a prayer meeting. <laughs> they weren't praying. I don't know. We ain't going to get the rumor started. We're not a rumor show. Shout out to Chad Major. What up, fam? What up, boy, boy? Chad Major, one of the, the hosts of uh, The Five, one of our shows, The Five. Yeah. That's on Monday nights at 6 p.m. Nice. Yeah, we, yeah. Got all, we got all kinds of wonderful things happening on the Noise Maker page. But, uh, yes, going back to what I was saying a minute ago, there's breaking news. President Trump and the First Lady have tested positive for mm. COVID-19. Mm. Crazy. Wow. How about that? How about that for, for new information? Is she a graduate of SMU? I didn't know that. Oh. Hmm. I still don't know what she does, though. Like, what does she do? <clears throat> yeah. You know, the president has a lot of advisors around him. You know, yeah. probably they, they labeled her this morning. She's one of his advisors. What does that mean? What is she advising him to do? Clearly, it wasn't to wear a mask. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. She did not advise him to wear a mask. Body blow, body blow. No, no body blow, no shade. I'm just saying that ain't what she that, that wasn't her role. He, he may not have a mask. Well, he had a mask advisor named Dr. Fauci, and he didn't want to listen to him. These are facts. If you can't hear Fauci, you can't hear nobody, dog. If you can't hear Fauci, you can't hear nobody. So, the word out, uh, CNN breaking the story early this morning. Uh, a poss possible the president has possibly compromised hundreds, yeah, possibly thousands of people in the White House and from those rallies he's been holding. Where at those rallies, people are not required to wear a mask, not wear a mask. and no. there's a free interaction of love and support <laughs> right in the middle of a pandemic. Wow. No, I'm no. just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm bringing you guys the facts. These are the facts. Face-to-face -face contact. <laughs> senior, oh, oh, Chad says she's a senior counselor. Oh. My, my, my. Senior counselors do get more access than everybody else. Just FYI. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, my daughter says she should have listened to Fauci. I agree. I agree. That's what he's paid to do. He's, he's paid to give you advice. Mm-hmm. You hired him. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh what so yeah, possibly hundreds of thousands of people, not hundreds of thousands, hundreds or thousands of people in the White House and from rallies have been compromised. Uh matter of fact, I did hear that the Republican national uh yeah. chairwoman right. also has been tested positive for corona. Now mm. uh the vice president and his wife tested negative. So that's good. Vice President's wife did test negative. Uh, but the White House is concerned. What? The White House is very concerned. 
as to what's going on. But to my lovely co-host, and again, we have a special music guest, Ja One in the building. Ja One, Uncle Noise, Uncle Shake, Uncle Shake, Ja, ja One. But Uncle Shake, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts to this sudden and certainly unexpected development? The, the first thing, man, is I'm surprised it took this long. I'm just being honest because he's been dancing with the devil for a while as far as as far as Corona goes. Absolutely. And, and for it to be, you know, really when you think about it, for it to be as few cases as it is right now, right now, who knows what the number will be in the next week or so. But I'm really, I'm surprised that. But, you know, here's the thing. It really makes me, it, it, it saddens me, but it angers me also. Because, man, um, this country responds to that kind of stuff. Our economy, man, our whole system of, of uh, government and, um, you know, our dollar and everything, stock, everything responds to this. Yeah. And because this guy was unwilling to do the right thing, you know, if, if he goes in, for example, let's say he's 74 years old, he's out of shape. Suppose he doesn't respond very well. Suppose he actually has what can be considered normal with coronavirus, health issues that, that literally render him incapacitated. Right. And belly, the stock, stock market and everything, that's going to be bad news for them. So it could, you know, we're looking at a potential crash, any number of things, because this guy would not do the right thing. Now listen, when I when I uh, heard it last night, when I saw it last night, I was up mixing a record till about four this morning, and so somebody sent it to me. I had sent a, a pre-mix to somebody, and he said, "Did you did you see uh, the Trumps got Corona?" And I said, "Man, quit playing." You know, I said, "Don't play like that because you know a rumor like that, man, could really do some damage." And he was kind of, you know, he shot back and he was kind of joking and laughing. I said, man, this ain't funny, bro. It ain't yeah. funny, man. When, you're, when, when your leader is so ignorant and so uninformed to the point that he puts your country in jeopardy, that ain't funny. Now, it, it'd be one thing. The karma, you know, karma is what it is. There is the universe for some people there's karma and then of course there's the lord you know and you get your just come up uh and i'm supposed to when i say is if this is just come up and so i'm supposed to look away like that yeah you go to look off into the, yeah perhaps. yeah yeah there you go or perhaps <laughs> come up in. but uh, or, that was perfect. was that right or should i do no, it over this we all, probably should, should do it. we all probably should do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. That was good. Okay. There you go. But here's the thing. The the truth of the matter is, I don't wish anything ill on anybody. No matter how wicked or how evil you are, I would never wish any ill on you. I want you to get what you deserve, especially in the eyes of the law and, and, and within the within the confines of justice. Mm -hmm. But this situation here, man, is pathetic, man. It's pathetic. Now we have, and then the other thing is, 
what happens with the debate? He'll say, what? Now right. what? Well, that's exactly what I want to talk about now. What mm -hmm. is the fallout of all of this? What, before what is the fallout? Before, before you do that, let me answer Jay. Yes, yeah, we should pray for him. Oh yeah. well, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna get into that as well. Jay uh, asked the question, which I think is a very poignant question because uh, people are people. Are, let me tell you something: what people felt when they heard that this morning. I'll speak for most of America right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. people heard that the president had uh, coronavirus, and a lot of people were saying, "Hmm." Right. <laughs> That's all I was like, oh, okay. Now, that, now you can take that hmm to mean whatever you want it to mean. Some people were vindictive and they were like, uh-huh, uh-huh, see. And other people were like, hmm, that's, that's interesting. And others were like, goody, goody gumdrop. And then others were kind of like, wow, that's that's rough. So it, I don't know what your hmm mean, but definitely the world went, hmm. But he I would tell that. you, when you said that, it made me think of the Juicy Smollett situation. Uh, you tell yeah. me. It was, it was like, in other words, once you found it out, you just went, like uh, Dave Chappelle said, <laughs> the black yeah. people didn't say nothing. <laughs> it's, it's funny, it's one of those, I'm going to leave this right here for now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just leaving right, it right, right here. Right, right, right. There's so many kind of ways I can feel right now. You know, because right. because here's my thing. I want him to get through the forest. I want him to get through the storm, and then I'm gonna let him have it. You know what I'm saying? But I, but I really do want him to get through the storm. Well, Jay John had a different take after he asked that that uh question. He said, "I'm gonna let all those preachers up in the ass pray for him." Hey. Ooh, ooh. I, I, Which is I'll a different it. take than what I was. Hey, hey. <laughs> I just say let I'm wait till all the facts come out. Well, yeah. all, the, all the facts. Is that how... you said that, Jock? Uh, Are you thinking this is a sympathy ploy? You thinking this? Like, like, a, yeah, because uh, it, just, it just seems all too convenient. Yeah, me. and a lot of times in situations when we go yeah. through stuff and people don't, a lot of people who don't look like me are that they always want to wait till the facts come out mm -hmm. before they get emotionally involved. Let's wait till all the facts come out. So I'm, I was like. Well, we, I'm just gonna wait until all these facts come out, and then we'll make our decisions. Then, and then we'll go from there. Because uh, you know, I didn't want to, and, and you know, in returning kind. That's how. Right, right, right. We're gonna wait for the fact. Yeah. You know, what's funny, <laughs> what's what's interesting about this whole circumstance to me. <laughs> Y'all remember that story where the boy cried wolf. Uh -huh. And he yeah. cried it so many times that by the time an actual wolf came, yeah, nobody okay. could believe him. Right, right. He had lied so many times prior. It was like, eh, okay, maybe he's telling the truth, maybe he's not. Yeah. Uh -huh. Time is all too convenient. I'm in my mind. I'm not saying I'm not saying randomly testing him after after right. hey, y'all just like. Well, we're gonna test you after this first debate. I was like, right. mm. "That's from a debate wait, wait. where he brought football back." That one, I was like, wait, wait, wait. "That's wait a minute." I didn't, I didn't hear that particular rhetoric. You said they randomly decided to test him after the debate. Like that's why, that's why I'm saying, like the no, they it. just had the debate, and then all of a sudden now we have a positive test. 
Okay. And I was like, well, that, call if that's something you're saying, well, you're out amongst the people, we're going to test you anyway. Okay, that's fine. But I've but never really heard of any tests from rallies, from other situations. And the debate to me was closed off better than the rallies were. Yeah. So then all of a sudden the test comes. So those things are curious to me. I was like, okay, after the first debate, all of a sudden there's a positive test. And I was like, hmm. I was, that's that was my mm. I was like okay yeah. I'm the way yeah. for all these facts because it just seems and then you're telling me only two to three people got it out there yeah. and, and we don't well, know about the rest of us today now as this thing unfolds uh, yeah got to, I gotta see here's how I feel like we'll know if it's real or not if a full-on outbreak occurs in the White House which is what should happen based on what we know about COVID yeah. right there should be more people over the next few days to mm-hmm. say that they have it, then it might be real. But right now, I mean, if y'all say he got it, okay. I mean, hey, the noisemaker said he's supposed to be tested multiple times. Well, that's what he hey, told man. us. That's what he told us. That's what he said. That's what he told us. Shout out to Alan Brown. That's what he told us. Oh, I'm multiple times a day, all through the day. That- but I just heard Chris Christie say on the news today that. When they did the debate prep, he was in the office with him and right. Rudy, Rudy, all Rudy, of them, Rudy, and none of them had a mask on. So, right. what good is testing if everybody's gonna just act reckless anyway? Well, did Chris Christie get it? Because God knows he's kissing him. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that clip loaded. Oh, I do. Hey. You get out, baby. It's all about the guns, the patriots, the warlords, the pops. Why you know what I'm saying? For for those who are on Spotify and, and iTunes, uh that silence you heard was me falling out of my chair. It was, it was <laughs> the mic drop. It was a few it was a, uh, a full-on mic drop. Uh Mel Sherry said even though he is in lockdown, he should have been a leader from the jump. Melly, you're so correct. correct. You're so correct. The irony of this whole experience, if this is true, that he does indeed have COVID-19 and his wife, is that um, this is a possible comeuppance. Yeah. Yeah, do it right? Yeah. Each time we should say it, everybody should look away. Everybody should look away. Um, Because, (laughs) man, I told you. Did you think they were lying? Did you think... It's amazing to me that we're even at this conversation right now, but not really, because that's who he is. This is who he is. Look, you can, man, this dude will look you smooth in your face. You'll be wearing a blue shirt. He will call that thing orange to your face. Now, a lot of that might be because he's orange in case he off the replacement. Oh, my gosh. I'm just saying he is a full-on 100% liar. That's what he is. Yeah. And so you, I don't expect anything. So to go back to Shake's point, what is the fallout? Um, I don't know yet. If this is real, there will be fallout. Because I don't think, first of all, I don't think the president is in good health, despite what they try to report every year. I do not think he's in good health. I think he, I think he has some health challenges. That's number one. So number two, I think he's going to be down for a few days. I don't know if we're going to have a second debate. Now, let me ask you this. When you say you don't think he's in good health, you're speaking strictly physically, right? Because I'm, I'm on the mental. Well, well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A 
again, if you're listening by Spotify or iTunes, <laughs> we're shoulder shrugging when he asked that question. Um, when I say good health, I, I mean, I could, I could make a case that, you know, there might be some mental challenges very easily. Um, but I don't think, I don't think if he's in the, the, the health that I believe that he's in, then I okay. think, uh, I think this is going, this is going to have a serious, serious effect on his life. Uh, Jay Jordan says it's a shame we can't trust the president on something like, man, bro, speaks to much bigger problems, bro. You understatement. That how do you not? First of all, one of the things that happened in this thing, uh, Joe Biden and his camp said they were not notified. In fact, there were White House staffers that were not notified. They, you know, when they found out that the president had COVID nineteen last night when he dropped it on Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. If yeah. you don't have, so that means if you what? don't connect to this dude on Twitter, yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, because Twitter is the place yeah. you drop news like that, Jay. Yeah, man, a, man, a fish head rots from the top. That's that's all it is. <laughs> Now that's that's what the fallout is going to be. Isn't that crazy? The absence of leadership. I can't believe somebody would feel that that's the right thing to do is to drop <laughs> something like that on Twitter in the middle of the night. It, but that's, it, that's, that's, that's first of all, you got to remember, man. Here's a guy who does does not like confrontation. First of all, so. He's not going to do it at a press conference. He's not going to do it in the proper channels because there's there's too much, many people right there in the moment to deal with. So what he's always done is three or four o'clock in the morning go to Twitter. That's his. That's been his thing for the last since he's been president. So you can't really expect anything different. But also, you think about it this way. Um, something our guest said. You know, and I, I kind of felt that way at first, but I thought, you know, who would do that? Is like announce that you have coronavirus and it not necessarily be, you know, it's it's a gameplay. It's a, it's a ploy, you know. That I, right. I mean, I would like to think that he wouldn't do that, but I can't think that he wouldn't do that. that his, his pattern of behavior says that nothing is off the table. Nothing. The most egregious acts, the most horrific statements, the most, yo, bro, he literally on Wednesday attacked a man's dead son. Facts. Nothing is off the table. For Man, that, that was wild. Nothing is off limits yeah. for this dude. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So no, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't put anything past him. That's why, I, that's why when you tell me he's got it, I'm like, okay, we'll see. But can I tell you, when I heard what happened, immediately my mind went to that this is a publicity stunt. I felt because of the statistics of them saying how bad he tanked on the debate Mm -hmm. and his numbers were not what they should, you know, what they're supposed to be after you have a debate and that he didn't realize that he did so bad and all these things were giving him a slant instead of what he thought was going to uh you know make him look better or get get him higher numbers of popularity with the people 
And it just seems ideal. I agree with Ja One that that ideal that right after all of that, now the person who gets tested three times a day, right after a debate that tanked, now you uh now you positive. Now you reaching for the sympathy of the American people. Now you saying uh uh the people that are in you know that haven't decided who they're gonna vote for. Maybe they'll lean over towards him because they're saying, oh, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm not being insensitive to, you know, him and his wife having it if, in fact, they do. But I'm saying I would put nothing past this man to use this as a political publicity stunt or a financial one, because I like what I like what Alan said. Him introducing his vaccine was my initial thought. That could very well be true because he listen, because he might be trying to set himself up for his future. Cause he knows they ain't gonna be in the White House much longer. So he said, well, listen, if I gotta go, I might as well make some money when I do. So let me go on and get this uh, hydrochloroxine, whatever that is. And say, hey, this works. See, I had Corona and got over it in a few days. I mean, right. this dude is, I put nothing past this guy. Nothing past this guy. Um, Erica Jackson, me too, Mrs. Noise. She and Jay says, never time to get, get too sick. Alan says, he told y'all his mystery juice was coming soon. <laughs> mystery juice. That's, and that's what he called it, man. I, just, <laughs> I look at him. He treats it like, and this is why it's hard for me to take him serious. He treats it like it's reality show. Like yeah. America's a TV show. And we're trying, what can I do best to get the highest ratings? What's prime time? I know. What if I told him all I had COVID on Twitter? For the prime time effect for these ratings to go off. And I'm with you alone. I knew he didn't do good from debate the way he was debating. I saw the memes. I saw uh, the, the Facebook beehive come from him. I saw it from all angles what was happening. I know he's getting tore up. Mm. So in my mind, a part it's hard for me for a part of me not thinking like, well, how much can I regroup? Can I regroup on time? Like, can we re-strategize? Can we do something to come out? Because uh, someone asked about the fallout or I see the question about the fallout. Yeah. And well, the quarantine period, if I'm not mistaken, it's two weeks minimum, minimum before you can even have contact. And that's right. two weeks. And they're going to have the best testing, obviously, because they're going to have the access. But that's a two weeks minimum that you're not supposed to be around anybody. And that's just him. Again, we don't know who was affected. We don't know if it's uh, how far the staff went. We don't know if it's his planners. We don't know if it's the reporter that said it. We don't know what happened. So that's that's wild to me. Well, when you see his staff, when you see them moving through these rallies, through all these experiences, none of them have masks on ever, uh-uh. ever. So it, it it listen. We don't know how far the rabbit hole goes. It, we, we just don't know. We just don't know. Right. But it's going to be interesting to see. Listen, let's take a quick break. We come right back. We're going to talk about what's next after all of this. Now that we've seen the situation, what happens next? You are listening to Talking Noise. And guess what, y'all? He got that rotor. We'll be back in a Hey, everybody, it's Lloyd Spence, and I want to tell you about a brand new Facebook page called The Noisemakers. The Noisemakers page is where our fans can see all of the visuals, the videos of all of our podcasts, web series, and more. That's right. Even this podcast, Talking Noise, you can see me, Kenyatta, and Shake 
on the Noisemakers Facebook page. See us daily. See all our shows like Believe in the ACC featuring myself and Charlie Ward, The Five, Uncorked Wine, and much, much more. Check us out on Facebook, the Noisemakers page, and become a Noisemaker today. All right, we're back. Ja one, our special guest today. Uh, about to bless yo, yo. the socks off. Man, it is so good to see you on the show today, man. You look fantastic. Appreciate it. Uh, and uh, we appreciate you. Uncle Noise in the building as well. Looking so cool. And he, can, he, can, and he can tell you. That's for real. <laughs> That's for real. And he was mashed up for those of you who missed it. Earlier on the show, he had yeah. his mask on. He's social distanced properly. He probably <laughs> won't get that corona, unlike some people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Man. my gosh. Man. Guess what, y'all? The president breaking news. He got that rona. He got it. He got the rona. You know, like magic. <laughs> magic is gone. Magic. Just like magic is gone. Don't well, wait. listen. I, and see, he's really in trouble because it's not hot anymore. Remember, he mm. said like, it's hot, it'll go away, but it's not hot anymore. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he can turn the temperature up at his house or something, and then that'll just crank it up to hey. like 90. I think, I think that's see hot enough for him. Get it out. So the White, house, the, the White House heat bill's going up? Is that what you're saying? I mean, the American people are going to have to pay a hefty bill, you know, in October, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, my God. We've been paying that for four years, Doc. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're being light and, le- and bringing a little levity, but the truth of the matter is, if he has truly has the coronavirus, um, this is a incredibly serious and explosive situation. Uh, he has uh, uh, been around hundreds, maybe thousands of people over the last week or two. Yeah. Uh, even as recent as Thursday. They had a massive rally on Thursday. Yeah, right after the debate they had. Right after the debate. So, and he was out there throwing shirts and shaking hands. And, I mean, there's no our, – our president or this country's president has not done anything to reflect the, the, the tenets of what he stated we needed to do to protect right. ourselves with the coronavirus. And so because he's been somewhat rebellious, not even somewhat, I apologize for that, because he's been totally rebellious and because he's been totally uh, dismissive of the things. He even said at the debate, made mock Joe Biden of saying, this guy wears the this guy wears the biggest mask I've ever seen. It's crazy. He's always got on a mask. Right, because he's not an idiot. Right. Right. Because he actually right. believes that the COVID-19 is real. Mm-hmm. And like some people, well, no, I take that back. Again, I apologize because you told Bob Woodward in February that you know it was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know it's real too, but you just you rather keep to your image, and that's where we are, Kieta. Now that this has happened, will there be a second debate? Now, somebody asked a question, a great comment. They said uh, the second debate. Is uh, or they asked, uh, well, the comment's gone, I don't know what happened to it, but anyway, somebody maybe it was you, Uncle Shay, to ask me when the when what's going to happen with the second debate. The second debate is, I think, week after next, right? So that is a right around the time period 
of whether or not we'll know if he's free. But see, mm, I don't trust ten, it. Right, but the ten fear day wait is only contingent upon if there if the symptoms don't progress. Right now, he's showing what they are doing as mild symptoms. Mm -hmm. Now, those mild symptoms could progress to something right. else. Right. And if they do, that changes the dynamic of the debate. Also, does Biden want to be in a room with this guy that soon? Wow. See? See, I was prophetic yesterday. Oh, well, you were talking about the... Um, uh, the 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 Zoom the Zoom. Debate. I said, do they need to be in the same room? No, I don't. I don't I, trust it. Even if they said it, I wouldn't trust it. I wouldn't trust even if they gave him a clean bill of health. If I were Biden, I would demand that everybody, including the president himself, his entire staff, and everyone, based on what we now know, they would. I would demand that they all put on masks and keep those masks on. And if he can't do that, I'm out. And to me, there is no clearer message to send to the American people than that. Because that tells the American people that you take it seriously and that you respect uh, what our country has been going through this past six to eight months. But isn't it too late for that? Isn't it I don't think so. Not for, him, not for Biden. For him, for, the, for, the, for Trump, it's too late to be telling the American people. I don't care about how he feels. I'm oh, saying no. I was Biden. Biden. I don't care about you know whatever. Okay. I'm I, saying I, I was Biden. I would demand that. I I, I got a question and, and it's got to be asked. It came in from my friend Floyd in Mississippi. Okay. He said, and I mean, and this is something to think about. He said, if because Trump was at these rallies without a mask, and of course all of his other people, somebody at the rally contracted the virus and dies. Mm. Is he complicit for murder? Ooh. Dang. That's gangster. Well, listen. Oh. Let, let me say this. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You know no, no, no. I'm 100% with you. Let me say this. And I, I think I've said this before. Maybe you guys have not heard it, but I'll say it again. Can you, a, you can jump in after I say this. I already think he's complicit in murder. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you. I do. I The way the negligent nature of, of, of how he has handled this, the negligent nature of how he has has informed the people or the lack of information that he's given to the people in a way that it shows the true nature of leadership in this country. To me, I already, I already consider him. I mean, I'm just saying that, that's how I feel. So, but this is a more direct, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way he was negligent, yes, I agree completely. But this is, you came to the party with AIDS and got in the water. If, if he knew that he had it and still went to the rally, then yes. On a technical term from that perspective. If he knew and went to the rally, then I would absolutely say he's complicit. But again, I still think he's complicit because of the way he's handled it. Yeah. Okay. I do yeah. have my opinion. Well, Floyd, you got the answer. Yeah, what you think? It's true. Well, is he complicit? Um, I believe he's complicit. Absolutely. When he's known about this since February and didn't take it seriously, 
Matter of fact, CNN had a clip of him saying, well, we're almost at the end of this thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> they said he's almost at the we're almost at the end of this thing. So so then American people can move on and we can go ahead and be a better country. OK. And then the next day. You <laughs> the announcements made that you're positive, sir. Guess we're not at the end of this thing, like you said. Doesn't feel like it. No. We got a ways to go. How are we at the end of it when you still got people dying every day? Every day. About one or two people, and you got more and more outbreaks. You know, uh, look at the outbreak at the university. Uh, So I mean, there's no way we're near the end of it. Okay, so we have we have we have. I don't want to be like CNN, but we do have some breaking news. Uh, Joe Biden and his wife have tested and both have tested negative. So that's awesome. That's awesome that they had both tested negative. So that's good. Um, And then then I do know, I think Kamala Harris, because she's prepping for the vice presidential race, she's already tested and she also has tested negative. So um, what about Pence? uh, Pence and his wife have tested negative. Yeah, they both tested negative. Um. Alan Brown says here in Louisville they are setting daily records, and our numbers are climbing back up. See, our numbers are climbing back up. So it listen this this we are far from this is we're nowhere near the end. Matter of fact, I wouldn't even say we're no we're 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 not even near the middle. Yeah, we're not even near the middle. Right, we could have been. Yeah, could have been had leadership been in place, but we're not even near the middle. So. I think what's next, I think the second debate is probably going to get canceled. Um, Josh Dickerson. Josh Dickerson says over the past two weeks, Texas has made has had more cases than the country. The country of Mexico, from what Crazy. I Jesus. How about that? How about I mean, the state of Texas? We we out here just killing, yep. killing Mexico. Hey, Wisconsin was like the teachers came on CNN and was like, uh, parents be sending these kids to school, know these kids as they positive, do. putting us in compromising positions. Wow. You need to go back to virtual learning. Then you got in New York, they talking about all these staff members were positive and they like right before school's about to open back up. And, and I mean, I'm just telling you, all that old, I'm just going to put a mask on. When the guy said this morning on CNN, he said some people get tested and it'll say that they're negative, but that's because they're in the like incubation period. Mm. And it's yeah. like, and I'm like, what? It like well, so. Well, to to Kiana's point, I'm sorry to cut y'all, babe, but but just to your point, because we heard the same thing. She's talking about Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who is another expert in these kinds of things. Uh, and Dr. Sanjay Gupta said something shocking to me this morning. He said you could test negative in the morning mm-hmm. and then test positive in the afternoon. That's right. Wow. Right. So, like with Joe Biden, he's gonna probably need another test today, later today, or even tomorrow. I mean, listen, we're just not anywhere near where we need to be with this stuff. Town hall been, been beneficial for 45. I agree. I think the town hall, I can't believe he agreed to a town hall format in the fourth place. Okay. <laughs> I think that's disastrous for him. He's yeah. not good. He's not good with people. 
No. <laughs> no. That's not his that's not his thing. All right. Listen, I want to jump over here to uh our special guest. Uh man, Ja One is in the building. Shout out to Ja for joining us. We ja! man. Let me just tell you, me and Ja got some history. Little bit. Oh, yeah. We got <laughs> some history. I, I've known this young brother for now. I guess it's been about what 13, 14 years? They get on up there now. It's getting on up there. It's getting on up there. I watched him. I I literally watched him grow from boy to man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been it's been one uh one hell of a journey. I, I I tell you, I'm so proud of what he has become and what he is becoming. It has been incredible to watch. Uh he's like another son to me. Hey. Actually, he's the only son I got. Oh, he's the only one, but he's like one of my sons. So I appreciate him so much and uh, just really thankful for him. Uh, John, tell the people, first of all, tell the people what John 1 uh, stands for. What does that mean? John 1. Yeah, so that's actually my initials, um, the J-A-I, uh, Jamaris Antoine and Yo. I, I have it on my Facebook, so I don't mind saying it. Yeah. Uh, but the first, the one is is a playoff words is like the one what I'm trying to get to, but the one who I serve as far as that as well. Yeah. You know, I'm the first of me. So the one was on there and they can't sue you. That's my name. You're, like, you're not going to sue me for my name. Right, right. I used to be just I used to be just Jay when I came out and there was a lot of just Jays out there. Just Jay. And uh, one of my guys got with me and said, hey, if you're going to do this seriously, then you might want to think about something that can be distinctive and set you apart but at the same time doesn't get you in, in trouble uh, legality-wise. So that was what the change was for after I thought about it. I love it, though. I love it because you're right. You can't see me using your own name. That's my name. It's my initials. Man, that's awesome, man. Tell everybody how you got to this. Because here's the irony, uh, Uncle, Uncle Shay. When when I when we were rocking together years ago, <laughs> he, was not a mu- he was a musician. Yeah. He played piano. But he not wasn't a rapper. Not a rapper. Okay. At all. Like no, I he not. he had never even shown an interest in it. No. You know? So when I found <laughs> out a few years later that he went to college and became this rapper, I was like, what? Right. And so then when I finally to, heard him, I was like, whoa. So he went to school for rap? No, you know what's funny? That's even the I take you back, <laughs> give you the, the cliff notes of it. So I started out at Colin College. Cause the man from my screen that's above your screen right now sat down with me. I was all set to go to UTA. I was excited. I'm getting out the house. I'm out of here. I ain't coming back. Live my life. And he sat down with me and said, hold on there. The young, young guy. He was like, he, he asked me a question. I can't remember the figure, but he was like, what's the difference between like 45,000 and like 1200. I was like, I'm not a math major, but that 1200 is cheaper. He said, that's the difference between you taking basics. You're taking basics your first two years anyway. Why don't you come here to Quad C? At the time, it's Quad C, but now it's Collin right. College. Right. <laughs> Why don't you come here and do your time here and then go out and about and see it? And at first, it was kind of tough because all my friends were out, out and about, and they having fun and stuff. And I'm sitting here in the community, still at the house. And I'm just sitting here like, dang, man, could have been out there. You know, I had the dorm set, dorm life, but um, it was a blessing. And when we sat down, originally, I was going to school. Uh, he asked me what I wanted to be. I, I said, a counselor. And and he and I said that's pretty cool. He said, you know, they get paid for that. I said, I didn't know. 
they got paid to counsel. I just know that I do it for free. <laughs> so wow. Yeah. So he I sat down with him and we looked over some school options, and that's when uh DBU came up, Dallas Baptist University, which is where I ended up graduating from. And what's funny is I went there with the mindset that all right, get my counselings, do it uh corporate in both uh church, you know, have options. And that's where the music took off. It's a very musical campus. Like anyone can play anything. A lot of people go through there. Even Bon Jovi's recorded through there before in their studio before. So they really actually, they're out there with that. And I remember actually Josh Dickerson, the one that popped up on the screen that, that said the Texas Mexico it's, it's his fault. Cause he invited me to his uh, church and uh, he got me there on the lure of free food. Cause I finally got released from Wednesday nights. So I was like, I'm going to take full advantage <laughs> full advantage and he was like why don't you come and free food and from that experience getting ingratiated with his band and everything they allowed me to start rapping i was like oh, the rapping's cool is this kind of cool they gave me a platform for that and then we used to have freestyle sessions in the cafeteria late night in the calf mm. so one of the guys who raps now his name i think he he does battle rap now street hymns i think he's loviendo like he was one of my guys but he's up becoming big in that one too and we used to rap in the cafeteria and everyone used to come to it they used to gravitate toward it and i was just having fun i was just rap a little bit rap a little bit yeah yeah you know okay this is fun and then they started saying we need you back again we want you back again we want you uh come back to the school they were like hey they used to give me at all hours of the day five o'clock just got back in from class hey you free well i just got here well they want you to rap okay Wow. Free again? Yeah, we want you to rap. Hey, it's late night in the calf. You coming through the rap? It had got to the point where people knew me as the rap guy around campus. Like, hey, you're that guy that rap. Like, people I hadn't met before. I'm like, yeah, and it was just fun to me then. And then I had an incoming freshman named Greg. He spoke in my life. He said, you know, you can do this full time. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what that looked like. I was like, nah, that's not me. That's my guy, my guy on the screen, uh, Tony. I was like, he, but I know a guy they rap, but that that that's not who I am. He said, no, 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 you can do it full time. He said, tell you what, he said, if I can find you a place to record, would you do it? Would you write something? I didn't keep my, I didn't even have my own laptop. I didn't have my own like headphones and stuff. Like I'm using his. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. And within that same day, he found another freshman on the other side of the dorm who does music, who set up half the room for a recording session, and that's where I got my start. I started recording in the dorm room <laughs> at DBU. For rapping. By, by the way, it, another group of people that started in a dorm room, Def Jam. Just just throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> Success getting out yeah. in the dorm room. Bro, when I first heard you rhyme, I and I think I told you this, right. I was like, wow, this is like really good. Like if he puts his, you know, mm-hmm. be a first time guy ever doing it, you know, this is really, really good. So I said, okay, if he stays with it, it's going to be something. I heard him a year later mm. and I was stunned because yeah. I'm saying, <laughs> how the hell do you jump from de- from where you were, which was still good, right? To where you are now, which is like, and, and, and normally people that do hip hop, they start like early, like high school, right? Yeah. Something. And they, you know, they grow into the craft over years like that. And it takes mm-hmm. a long time to get there. This dude was like, but let me say this. John has always been super intelligent. So he had the mind always. We had used to have some really deep, deep conversations. So he's always had the mind. So I would never question that part. But to be able to put it into 
you know, rhythmic pattern is a different story. Man, it's just <laughs> unbelievable to see your growth and to see. So tell everybody now you're you're close to a deal now. If I'm if I'm not if I'm not, I know you're yeah, we, talking yeah. about it. Yeah, we got we got a couple things, several situations uh, in the works, and I'll I'll answer the first question: How did I come about? Man, I slaved over it, failures. Like I had to, I had to get the sound right. Uh, first, first producer, uh, producer I worked with, his name was Kohei, uh, and that was, that was my guy. I used to come out to Plano, and we used to record. And he sent me a beat, and he knew I was serious because I wrote to it, and I was done within the hour or two. And he said, "Hold on." You finished that already? I said, yeah, you have more. He said, come to my house and record. And um, so I'm recording and I'm doing this and I had to learn. Like I had to learn. First of all, I had to know who I was as an artist, who I am. And, you know, I have the Lord. You know, I love Jesus. All thanks, honor, glory to him. But I had to say, what does that look like in terms of my music? You know, am I the Lecrae's in 116 or am I going to do something more rugged, in my opinion, and more like, who am I trying to captivate? Who am I going through? So my first two, three, four years, it was dedicated to finding my sound. Mm. It was dedicated to always, yeah. Stop the record right there. <laughs> and rewind that. Yeah, the first two, three, four years, I had to find who I was. I had to find my sound because there was times where I was I was spinning it. It was, I listened to the Eminem. I, I grew up, I listened to battle rap. Um, one of my favorite rappers of all time is Kumo D. Uh, shout out to you, Pastor Lord, for that. From when we brought it, we were talking about the LL Cool J and the Cool Dude. I went through his whole repertoire. Like I'm, I'm a student. I really am a student of this. So I used to approach it like studies. So I studied the Cool Modes. You know, I studied the battle raps. You know, the bridges over with my guys. The bridges over. And all that instead of the yeah. KRS ones. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and I was into that scene and culture. So I said, "What does that look like in terms of me?" So I. I I put out projects. I put out stuff. I was consistent. I put out stuff all the time. I maybe you may probably anybody here probably got a Facebook message from me back then. I used to handcraft an individual message for every single person. Like, check yeah. this out. Check this out. And I put myself out there to be critiqued. And it was, I would say, about five years ago. I'll say 2015, 2016, 2015, 2016. I, I turned a corner. I turned the corner musically as far as this is who I am. And I felt comfortable with it. And I was like, okay, so you know how they, uh, Jesus went to the wilderness. That's kind of how it was. I musically, I was in the wilderness and, um, I ended up getting with my guy. Now my current guy, my producer, he off screen right now, but his name's Aaron. I, we get, we've been together since like 2015, 2016. And he said, Hey, um, we just been at it. He never recorded a rapper before. And until me, yeah, he's right. I did start with the Adele covers. <laughs> yeah, I was doing all kind of covers with everything. I started with everything. I was rapping over every single thing. Like, uh, but you know what? Awesome. Uh, let me tell you what's awesome about that. You took the time to discover and and to hone your voice and your sound and your craft, oh, yeah. which is what a lot of artists do not do today. Uncle Noise and I talk about it all the time. Shout out to Uncle Noise. Platinum artist in his own right, uh, signed to Warner Chapel and all that good stuff. Done, you know, worked with some of the big names and biggest names in music. But one of the things he and I talk about all the time is that people do not take the time to discover their voice. And no. that, uh, and if you don't do that, 
and you enter the industry because the industry will let you in without having a personality or an identity but you become what they want you to become that's why you can't distinguish a summer walker album from an lma album from a janae Iko album you know what yeah. I'm saying? from a right. bird album from uh, a little yachty album because they all sound the same because it's the same producers producing the same music producing the same sound same hits the same heat, right? Of course, it's gonna be same uh, writers. Of course, that song is gonna yeah. be. We've heard that beat five times already. Yeah, right. The, the truth of it is, is not just that. It's that if you don't have an identity, the industry will give you one, yeah. and, they, and they will give you what's currently selling. So right. if you go in and you don't know who you are, but you can, they can make money off of you. They're gonna make you what they want you to be, and then they're gonna spit you out because. You you really you didn't establish your own persona out the gate. So what you're doing is extremely smart. You know, you think about the record business. We used to be the record used to be the the, the thing that made an artist special was the fact that they weren't didn't sound like anybody else. They didn't they didn't they didn't um, write the same way. They didn't sing the same way. So that was that nowadays that's almost a curse in most cases because if you don't sound like the mumble rapper if you don't sound like the cats from atlanta man they're gonna get on man and you're not you're not hot you're not what's popping right let me amend that that a little bit uncle shay because you're right but you don't you won't get on as fast true you won't get on as fast because if you take jay's route like jay like josh said it's gonna take you some years because it takes time to get that really solid yeah. sound and that really you know what i'm saying it takes time but if you can sell out and be like well i'll just be like the migos okay yeah i mean you can do that and no disrespect <laughs> to the migos yeah you know, right they, they, they doing their thing god bless them but right. it's so but like i give you a perfect example of what we're talking about cardi b is a massive 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 hit but now because of what she's done there are like five other women who are what I like to call strip rappers. Yeah. Yep. That's, yeah. that's the new thing now, strip rapping, right? Yeah. Sweetie, um, some girl I heard the other night, I can't remember, uh, I can't remember her name, but it gives with a K. But she did a song, um, saying I was like, K one of our local radio stations here, K104, played four songs in a row. And I swear to you, they all had the same subject matter. I'm going to this P on you and, and, and put it on you so tough, you'll give me all your money. That was the same. I was like, okay, well, there it is. Yeah, That's where yeah. we are. But, right. if you, but if you don't know who you are, you're going to be that artist. Right. And I had to, you know, I have to battle that because you don't get the, you don't get the recognition. You don't get the adulation. You don't get what you necessarily deserve. Yeah. Like my boy's about to say, I, 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 I want to make soul food. I want to make stuff for the oven. I want one thing about me. I never make music about what I haven't lived, uh, what I haven't done, or what I aspire to be. Cash doll. That's her name. Well, that's one of them. This was another girl. I can't remember. Did, uh, very new artist. Kalaja. Right. Ajo something. I can't remember the name, but it was something like that. But yeah. It, Chad, what, Chad, what you know about Cash Doll? <laughs> about Cash uh, what, what Chad know about Cash Doll? Ah, <laughs> <what Chad> <laughs> <laughs> Chad, 
Chad ain't an old man. <laughs> hey, it, it's, but it's crazy. Like that's that's the real thing. You know, I really have to speak with my team, and you really got to trust it. You got to trust it that because what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to stand the test of time. One, yeah. I, one, I feel like I'm right there on break. But I'm, I want to stand the test of time. I've seen rappers because what I've uh, I've been through enough. And I've seen enough. That's one thing time gives you. Time gives you perspective. It allows you. I feel like I, t- I always tell people if I have time, I'm dangerous. You give me time, I can be dangerous. So I seen rappers come and go. Yeah. On the major scene. Yeah. Um, think about uh I forgot old boy name, but he's the one that made that panda. Panda uh, the oh, designer. Designer. Yeah. designer. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Designer, come and go. Uh Trinidad James. Gold all of my chain. My point is. I could sound like that and be the popcorn rap and do those things. That's one thing. But what I'm trying to do, I have a purpose to it because what I'm trying to do extends beyond music. It's just music is what I love to do. And I, I want to be able to love to do what I'm doing full time to help me impact the greatest amount of people I can impact. I feel like I have that gift for it. And we worked hard. I work hours, hours, hours. I'm talking about, if I wake up, if I'm working six, seven and I work a shift and I'm writing to the music and there's time I wrote and, I don't go to bed <laughs> at all. I stay up to like two or three. That's why I smile when you say you were mixing the four. I went to sleep shortly, like before you. I went to bed at three. Someone asked me before, why do you go to bed so late? I said, my competition is sleep. Yeah. People I'm trying to catch it to is sleep. So I can't get to where they get to doing what they're doing. I got to do right. more. I got to do more. And so I really hunger for it, like all aspects of it. Like I'm like beyond hungry for it. So that's, that's why I devoted my crafter i really kicked it up a notch this so, year, I know, so so i mean are we are we close to the deal i mean what, what's going we're on we're closing in actually actually we're closing in we're closing in on what we need to i will say this uh my team i got a, a management i have management now green up management my boy landon he's from college dbu trust him i rather i like working with people i can trust homegrown and um, but have sense about them too, and have that same hunger and passion. And he said, "Mama mentality, straight up." Like I, I watched his clips. I just watched his stuff the other day, uh, yesterday. But uh, one thing about me, too, by the way, <laughs> right? One thing about me. So take for instance, my last, my EP that came out in August, uh, named "The Cruel Summer." It was just the EP. I actually had a deal for that. I have a distribution deal to that through Bentley Records, right? And it, I got that deal last year through there, um, through them. I wanted to test them through an EP to do distribution. They said around this time, we'll talk re-up. Uh, they, they spoke about the re-up, about it, and I didn't like it. I didn't like it because it was a, it was a well, one, I have, a, I have a production staff. I have access to do videos. I have record anytime I want to. I essentially, I have all my social medias. I have everything. Literally, I have essentially everything as far as working in place other than quote unquote more staff, but we operate on that level. So if you're going to come, you got to come with it. Like you got to bring me something that we're not already doing or don't have access to do. And I've, and with Bentley just now, they hit, they just uh, contact me and say, Hey, do you want to renew? Uh, we want to lock you in for two years in distributions. Uh-huh. And I, uh-huh. you know what I sent them? I sent them a business plan. I said, if you want to lock me in, here's my business plan. This is what I need. This is where I am now. This is the stage I'm at in my career. We're at the stage now where I'm looking for independent investors, people to invest in my craft. I have things I'm trying to do and I can't nickel and dime it no more. This is what, this is my, I'm worth more. It's time. The time is now. And they came back and gave me the whole spiel. Well, 
you know, we you got to have Grammy nominated. I didn't come. I, I didn't enter into this business to win Grammys. Grammys to be a byproduct. I came in this business to make an impact. So uh, if, if Grammys is what you're looking for, I mean, that can be a byproduct. But if, if you're saying that's the hang up, hey, I appreciate your time, appreciate your business, appreciate the opportunity you gave me over this past year, launching Cruel Summer with me. You be blessed. I'll see you on the flip side. I don't trip about that stuff because even Kanye, when he wrote Jesus Walks, they passed on him many times. Yeah. He mentioned that several times. So I know I just trust it. I trust what I have in my heart. I trust the vision. Uh, I have a vision for that. And um, but we're closing in on a couple different scenarios. We're closing in on it. Um, my guy once told me it's all about, you know, you want to be hungry, but you don't want to be desperate. You want to be patient. At the same time, you want to be expected. So my, my goal is always to be ready. And I feel like I'm at a point now to where I'm ready uh, for everything, for anything. Uh, we have everything literally in place. Uh, so now that's why the business plan is key that we created, uh, the management staff and I. And we, we're moving forward. We're pushing it. We're pushing it. Not the times now. I I will say the person willing to take a chance on me with it, they won't regret it. Like, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Let me throw this out there real quick, John. Uh, there's three things you need to control, period, always. Your publishing, your masters, mm -hmm. and your time. If you can control those, everything else will always fall in line, bro. But if you don't control your publishing, <laughs> man, you're going to be chewed up. If you don't control your masters, you'll be a slave to the machine. Right. You don't control your time, you'll lose who you are real fast and never get it back. And I'm notating this too. This is learning for me too. That's why yeah, you see the yeah, eyes yeah. go down a little bit. That's me putting in the notation. I'm learning. I mean, I've watched so many guys, man, over the years, you know, that had success, good right. success, but they didn't control those three things. And it not only did it come back to bite them, you know, it left them in a really bad, dark place. Right. Because, you know, the thing about music is there's an emotional uh, psych psychology involved as a writer. And you have to always be on guard with how you, just like they're putting that wind guard up for you to keep from putting all them peas in the mic. That's the same thing. You gotta control that. Shout, shout out to Aaron. Aaron, <laughs> we see your hand, bro. I mean, I, I, <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. Hey, listen. When I tell you, he got the the best. Hey, man. <laughs> Nothing about no, no. this guy. I've I've had a chance to work with Aaron. Aaron is yeah. incredible, and Aaron and I are gonna definitely do be doing some more stuff together because I just enjoy that brother. You know, one thing I love about recording with people or, or doing videos or movies or whatever, I love people that bring peace with them. Yep. And you're not stressing on you don't have to worry about them. They're not stressing you out. They they set an atmosphere of peace. That's so important. Uh so young artists out there, make sure that when you record, you record an atmosphere of peace. It'll go so much better. And I'm not talking about a weed-induced atmosphere. I'm just talking about simple peace. <laughs> just simple peace. Either you and make sure you clarify, you didn't say a peace. A piece. A piece. A piece. That there doesn't mean we're in the studio either. There you go. A piece. Listen, let's get to the music. I want to hear this incredible song. Now tell the people how Black Power came to be. Absolutely. Appreciate you. 
And appreciate you for that tidbit too, uh, Shay. I appreciate that. That, that bless me. But um, <clears throat> Black Power came about in June, actually. I was going to release the EP. I released the EP this past, this August, actually, on my birthday. I released it. I was going to release it in June through that music company. I made them push it back because uh, when George Floyd happened, I said, enough is enough. I said, enough is enough. I, I got tired of it. I got sick of it. And then it got placed on my heart. And I I was sitting there writing it and then it didn't sit right with me. And I wrote, I wrote the song and I, ca- I called my guy Aaron immediately. And I said, this is the one. I said, this is the one. He said, what? I said, this is the one. I said, you'll have it. I sent him the instrumental. I said, this is what we're doing. We shot the video for it. Literally, we did everything in 72 hours. <laughs> so we recorded on the same day we recorded. It's the same day we shot the music video for it. And um, man, Black Power, I just felt that was on my heart. I didn't hear anything really like that out there at the time. All we had really was Nick Cannon. I remember he did like a spoken word type right. on there. But I said, the culture needs something. It needs uh, uh, our culture. It needs a like an anthem. Something strong, something that's clear cut, that's not wishy washy, something mm-hmm. that's like it's deliberate. So Black Power is uh, well, one Black Power stands out. Come saying Black Power, so it's gonna make you feel one or two ways. But Black Power is really just invoking emotion. It, it does three things: it's to empower, to inform, and through those two things brings about education. So that's my goal on there. It was really to bottle our emotions based on what's happening and encourage our culture that. You know, we're not less than um, we're, we're not at the tail. Um, we we matter just as much. And that that's where this song really comes from. And the fun fact about this song is that it was doing like really good initially. And then YouTube, Google, Facebook, Instagram blocked my promotion. Mm. They blocked my promotion on it. And they made me say they said I had to verify my identity wow. as a U.S. citizen on there. And that took so long to do. You don't understand. I'm back and forth. They sent a letter. Keep in mind with Corona, a letter through the mail with the uh, codes I needed for one portion, one step that I couldn't get past without those codes. And I fought up for months. And just now, recently, um, I'm able to promote Black Power again just now, like through here. And I believe it's, But in my mind, I believe it's for a time for the climate, for what's going on now. And I really do believe that's. That's really the the track to go with. Wow. Well, listen, I know it's Laker Friday for me, so I'm riding yeah. with my squad, but you right. know, I got to change hats because I got to get into my my, oh, uh, my black power mode. I got my black gloves. Black You got the... Right now, right now, I'm ready. I'm ready. So I'm going to turn it over to you, John One, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Right here on the Noisemaker page, our special musical guest today, Jawan. Take it away, bro. Whenever you're ready, bro. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. This world is nine hours. Justice now, not nine hours. Too soon we see flowers. Lift your fist for black power. They afraid of black power. Oh, they clean the black power. Sons and daughters with black power. 
Lift your fist for black power. First thing first, I need justice for George Floyd. Pressure on my neck, then excuses that build voids. Burden on my back as they cuff us with no voice. Then they tell us vote for corruption, there's no choice. Then they tell me, nigga, be happy for what you got. Go back to Africa if you don't like your spot. Then y'all get Obama, be happy for what he brought. Welcome to America, racist is at the top, man, I'm sick of it. Yo, they slaughter us like animals, I'm sick of it. My people suffering in silence, yeah, I'm sick of it. Then they call you racist when I speak up, now I'm different. Give it to you straight and not that cookie cutter carrot. Give it to you straight and not that cookie carrot carrot. Injustice creepers when my people are the surrogate. Minnesota rise, go to war, and I'm prepared for it. Administrator leave ain't enough and we don't care for it. This world is not ours. Justice now, not nine hours. Too soon we see flowers. Lift your fist for black power. They afraid of black power. Oh, they clean the black power. Sons and daughters with black power. Lift your fist for black power. Chain on my neck, down and out. Want me in the cage. Hollywood sits wear a dress. The others want me in the grave. Our leaders die mysteriously, but you ain't trying to talk today. You'd rather see me chucking job, be ignorant on the gram today. How many brothers got to die just to get a break? Are oh, we still waiting on the facts? But ignore the case. The guilty party treated as a victim and the family man that never had a racist root, never raised a racist hand, never had a racist home, never had a racist plan. But why the hell we dying on the streets with our faces plant? Ears to the asphalt, could barely hear the Lord talk. Been teetering on Baltic Ave, we about to make the board walk. Yeah, no more excuses. If it ain't for the cause, consider it as useless. Diamond in the rough, like you stumble on the blue chip. Cause the color of my skin paints a target, it ain't moving. No, this world is not ours. Justice now, not nine hours. Too soon we see flowers. Lift your fist to black power. They afraid of black power. Yeah. Oh, they clean the black power. Sons and daughters with black power. Lift your fist for black power. This world is nine hours. Justice down the nine hours. Too soon we see flowers. Lift your fist for black power. They afraid of black power. Oh, they clean the black power. Sons and daughters with black power. Lift your fist for black power. Yeah, yeah. My man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on, man. I'm going to say this again. Like I've told you privately, I'm going to say this publicly. There is no song yeah. on the radio right now yeah. more powerful than that. Yeah, That puts me in the mind of what's going on. That puts me in the mind of some old Chuck D type stuff. Yeah. Oh, that is, Appreciate it, man. man, man. Yeah, that was, that was straight from the soul. Like, that's. That's where I'm going through. Like, and um, I have it everywhere, you know. Let me tell you something. That's oh. what we're all feeling. Like, you capture, and I'm and, and what I love about the song, 
is that it captures the, 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 the social injustice part of it, but really it encapsulates the entire black struggle. Like when you start right. talking about, you know, they're making us wear dresses just to get a laugh and they want to see yeah. a fucking jive, but really, but at the same time, they want to put a, a knee on our neck. Bro, that's what we feel it. That's what we feel it. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Huh? Bro, man, you know, you know the thing, man, you know, I'm a big Lord Jamar, Jamar fan. Yeah. And uh when I was I was like, man, I wonder if he's I wonder if he's heard this, you know what I'm saying? Because like in my mind, I'm like, dude, this is this is like some real here's the thing, you speak truth to power and you speak it in the way you're doing it, you know, it's it's gotta garner the attention it deserves. So I but what I was thinking is like, how can I get this to some people? How can I get this to some cats? Man, so I'll, send, I'll send this. It, yeah, it made me. It made me want to go to work. You know what I'm saying? It makes me want to put in some work. You know, what I'm saying? I love it, man. You know, I appreciate that. It's definitely, man. That was strong. That 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 was near and dear to my heart. This is the song they. I knew it was powerful. This is the song I never had that before. Keep in mind, like when they when they blocked it, when they put it yeah. down. I I saw Facebook groups to where it had like pedophilia, like out there. And stuff like that, and they didn't block that. And oh. I was like, "Well, why is my song being blocked?" And then when I tried to look up the policy, when I tried to look up the policy, it's grayed out. I couldn't even access the policy on it to even contest it. Oh, don't so don't, I, speed, don't speed past that. Oh yeah, you talking about the pedophilia? Group they got with pedophilia. They got all kind of groups black, black and stuff out. out. And I said, "You're making me verify my identity. I was born here." Well, why like, though, right? You know why, right? Yeah, afraid of black power. Yeah, right. and you know, and um, on my Facebook, on my Facebook, I have the music video, and it it, it's do, it was doing doing really well. And you'll see comments on there. One thing I wanted was an open forum. Like I'm not trying to snuff out people who feel differently because I want this to spark a conversation. Because this will make you feel one of two ways. And um, you have some people on there that says, you know, I can't believe it. Get a light. Like it's even on there today. Like recently, people on there, I can't believe this. And, if you just do this and this and you have other people feel differently, but I want that conversation sparked because I'm tired of people dancing around it. To mm. me, it's a simple answer. Yes or no. My mom used to tell me, boy, you in or out, mm. but don't keep opening that door. You either in, you come back in, you stay in. If you out, you out. So, that door. That's a, that's a, I want black power to get out there. I really do. And it's getting people to, and people believe in it. It's getting People believe in it. People are going to it and moves are being made. But I, I need that someone come in that right now, like, hey, the time is now. I'm moving with the aspects of now. I, I, I understand. I like it. I appreciate you. Do what you do with your colleagues. But I got to move forward because the time and the climate and what's going on. He yeah. put this on my heart to write this now. Black Power was not a song I was about to write. Right. And I knew once I wrote it, it was going to cause division. On there, even on a personal level, like there's some people who reached out to me. Hey, bro, are you racist? You know, are you are you do you not rock? But the people who know me closest and people know that know that. Well, far no, I'm not <laughs> one. But two, I didn't write that for that. And one guy asked me on there on the video. He said, "Well, what if I wrote a song called White Power?" And I said, "Well, you probably make a lot of money." <laughs> you know, just going back and forth. I said, "You probably sell a lot of records." I said, "That's it." So, so that's where I'm, that's what I need. Uh, that's what it is. It came from the soul. That's my brand. That's the Jai One music. Um, that's me. 
in a nutshell, I write what's real. I write what's near and dear in my heart, wherever I am, whether I'm struggling, where I'm going through, whether I want to be excited and stuff. That's how I write. And I spent the years now and I didn't, I used to, and I'll say this, but I used to not, when I didn't make it when I was like 22, 24, I thought back then I had to be 24 and have a, a record deal and yeah. you know this and this because them kids they rap when they started like 10 12 and then they are it's always th- that story and then i dropped out of high school and then it is i didn't have that story I, I finished high school i'm a college graduate you know i finished that i owe that not to myself but to the people who sacrificed to help get me there especially my parents i wanted them to have that degree on there but i want to bring something back that you can be a rapper you can be an artist you can speak about what you speak about but you can also be adult about it and you can be successful up until you can be a college rap. You can be a college graduate in rap. You don't have to sell drugs to be a rapper. You don't have to. I want the stigma because music is universal and I believe rap, they put you in a stigma. And when I, when I'm up to these record companies, they think I have to almost be talking about the trap or something like that to be able to get on because they're like, oh, well, you know, no, rap can be thought-provoking. That's where it originally started out. No, let's say what it is. No, let's say what it is. Hip-hop right now in the industry wants to play to the worst elements in our communities. That's the only part of our community. Yeah, right. It is a part of it, but it's not the only part. It's just a, it's a part. But there are we are a very diverse group of people, and we and we don't always have to play to our our worst elements or or our most challenging. I won't even say worst, our most challenging elements. Well, well, think about it. When they say you're acting ghetto, you immediately think you're acting black. I'm being ghetto, and I'll say this: I, I've almost forgot the big announcement. I, I said I was gonna make a big announcement, but it's a big announcement to me. One of the things that's helped me stay focused is the music. Music's not the end-all, be-all. I have a list of things in my phone I want to accomplish, partnerships I want to do, because I believe my brand is going to be taken worldwide. I'm already thinking of beyond there, so I've made moves accordingly strategized to worldwide. When I created my business plan, it was with the thought what I can do on a national level so I can then best move worldwide. The announcement, one of the things I got on there, I got on my heart. So last last month, and those close to me know, and I'll share this, uh, my cousin, who's the same age as me, uh, his birthday had just passed, but last month he was gunned down, gun violence. Mm. Like someone just came and gunned him down last month. And uh, that was a personal thing to me and that hurt me. Um, but it just dawned on me the other day that one of the things I'm going to do, and I'll say this openly just now, I've, I haven't told anybody this except my mom. I'm going to create a foundation in his name and it's going to speak out against gun violence and it's going to create scholarships and foundation for kids uh, down home Um especially in Louisiana, that's where it happened. Louisiana down home who think that they don't know the way out. They, they, they see things around there, but they don't, they don't know how to, and no one is really encouraging them how to. And all they know is that life. If you linger around. So I want to let them know that I'm coming, I'm coming for you. And um, I want to lead a path that way. That's just one of the things I want to do. That's why I've been so hard pressed about getting investors and investments because it's not a game to me. Uh, there's there's more than just that's why I said if I if I just want to sell records, I told my mom, parents, this, uh, my dad, I said, if it was just about me selling records and doing stuff, I would have did something different a long time ago. Then I told someone if it was just about me making money, I would have chose a whole different career field uh, because I, I did have the book smarts to do what I wanted to do. I had offers to go to, to law school before I had offers to go to DBU. Mm. I could have went to New Haven, Connecticut, to St. John's. I had letters. Those letters still might be around the house to welcoming me to the law program. My, my teacher in Collin College 
said that, are you sure you don't want to be a lawyer? Because if you do, I'll endorse you. So I had that on the table. Um, but I felt like, like I told someone close to me, they said, why are you doing this? I told my must needs go through Samaria. Mm. I said, uh, wow. I, said, I, I, said, I must needs go. I said, I, I, my purpose is higher. Uh, I'm going out and about. I feel like I can make the best impact out there. And I yeah. felt like to make that impact, I need to get the influence. People listen to LeBron James because not because he's LeBron James that made it out the hood. He's LeBron James because he's a winner. People listen to winners. Yeah. So I need to get to a level to where I can win and where I can garner that influence. So when I talk, they listen. You're already doing it, man. You already do it. Yeah. I know Uncle Noise got some stuff to say. I know Mrs. Talking Noise got some stuff to say. I'm going to turn the platform over to you guys because yeah. I know you got some stuff to say to all that. Uh, whoever wants to go for it, don't matter to me. Just... Go ahead, Miss Noise. Uh, let me just tell you, I am very proud of you. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. Uh <laughs> I go around the house sometimes. I'm afraid of black power. <laughs> I mean, that's a hook. That is a hook. I mean, and the bass when it comes on is just, that just makes me want to get in the truck and turn it up loud. Because, you know, yeah. it, it, it does speak volumes to all the things that are going on right now. You know, um, I I just see like uh, uh, Lloyd was saying. I see it as a as an anthem. I see it. You know, when I start thinking about what's going on in my hometown of Louisville, Kentucky, I I, I say that's a theme song to what's going on there. That we're fighting, fighting for um, Breonna Taylor's uh, murderers to right. Um, to to be charged and and stop all this shenanigans. But I mean, I just I keep thinking of it's it's black power. We got to keep keep pushing, keep standing, keep believing, and 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 uh, and and keep moving forward. Awesome. awesome. Right. There, there's been a move in this country um, to destroy. Black power, black voices, black strength, black leadership. Uh And it's been going on for quite a while. And we've needed voices like yours that not only can speak to the masses, but speak to issues specifically in a way, you know, here's the thing that intrigued me with the guy you said, what if I wrote, the guy that you told you, what if I wrote a white power song? Uh Why does it always got to be because I promote my people and I'm proud of my people that I'm supposed to be against yours? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like it's always got to be some kind of lose. Mm-hmm. The reality is, at least with black people, the, the black people I know, if they win, everybody wins. Yeah. If 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 I have the wealth and the means to do the things I want to do, then I'm going to empower a whole lot of people. And most of them, ain't ju- it ain't just black people. Because mm. in my circle, in my in my sphere of influence, there are so many more cultures. There's so yes. many more people. Yes. So, you know, I love that the song, I love what it's doing. I can't wait to hear more of your stuff because to me, you know, and I'm not, something the Lord said earlier that, um, I would take a 
I would take a, a little said a little different is that you said hip hop tends to kind of play to the lowest common denominator. Well, to a degree that's true, but it's not hip hop. It's the industry. It's the industry. Because hip hop has extremely, they have a lot of positive role models, but those ain't West selling records. Right. A lot of people that are voicing the real conscience of the people. Yeah. But those people aren't being heard. You know, there was an effort and it's been going on for a while, but it started back in the 90s to kill positive rap. Yeah, a solid movement within the music industry to kill it. And so what happens is we are fighting a battle, but we think we're fighting each other. When we're fighting a much higher power and for what you're doing, the reason you went through what you went through is so you can get stronger. Because if you didn't learn what you know now, see, when you do that next record, you already know how to go when Google comes, with Facebook. Yeah. Anybody tries to shut you down, you equip now. Right. How many other people would have quit? How many other people yeah. would say, man, you know what? I'm gonna just do whatever and move on from this. But you you stood and you fought the fight, you learned the lessons that you need to progress. Man, I'm proud of you, young man. You gotta right, listen. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, you gotta say to yourself, I'm here for a reason. I got a purpose, and I know what that purpose is. It doesn't matter what anybody else said, because here's the thing. You're going to have some off days. You're going to have some times when, and you know, everybody ain't rocking with you. But guess what? You know who you are. And because you know who you are, mm -hmm. go on. Call Uncle Lloyd and say, hey, man, or Daddy Lloyd, whatever you call him, Mama Smith, Mama Noise. Call him up and say, hey, you know, I, I need some influence. I need some encouragement right here. Yeah, call me. Shay, what's what, man? How did you get through so-and-so? Because the reality is the, the when you hit those plateaus and those places you're not going up the mountain, enjoy it, man. When you get in those places, stop and rest. Because that plateau is a good place, man, to get your rest and then start fighting again. Yeah. That's my advice to you. Awesome, so, thank you. Listen, you already know what it is. I'm, I'm like I've told you a million times. My, my pride for you knows no limits. Uh, and, and I know this is just the beginning. I know this is the beginning. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we opened up this platform uh, for artists like you, for young men like you, who I know are doing this the right way and have the right perspective. Man, your greatest asset to me is your willingness to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's all that's all you got some days. Like yeah. said, that's all you got some days. Man, and, and it's like you and you proved that with even this situation. Facebook trying to shut you down, YouTube trying to shut you down. Okay, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna get this music out somehow, some way, and I'm gonna get it out on your platform. So I'm gonna keep going. And that's what you gotta do, man. And I'm proud of you. And I know uh, you and I talk offline all the time, so I know mm -hmm. the stuff is coming, and, and it's every bit deserved. And I can't wait to make those announcements as well. We gonna listen. We are job one people, so you go here, job one, and have job one a part of this. Yeah. Show. He is a noise making our eyes. So uh, just keep knowing we gonna we rocking with you, brother. We rocking with you. So man, bless just it. keep going, man. Just keep going. Shout out to Aaron and the rest of the team. Oh my God, thank you guys. Y'all, y'all keep doing your thing, man. Um, the people love you too, man. Um, and shout out to Tony Dre. He just shouted you out. He said, look like Tony's taking notes, uh, notes too. Golden. Hey, hey, right, T. Right. You supposed I, to have next, Tony Dre. 
Get your stuff so you can get out uh, talking noise. Facts. Hey, he working on. He gonna tell you. He working on something. Good. I like he that. He working. I like that. Mm-hmm. Every I love the grind, man. Keep it up. I, I know we only got a few minutes left. Uh, want to give you guys some Friday announcements real quick. Uh, Monday we will announce more details to our first make noise contest. We talked about it a little bit earlier this week, where we're gonna like, share. Subscribe, get people to subscribe and follow on this page. Uh, and if you're new to this page, hit that like button, hit that follow button. We're trying to get our numbers on up to about 10,000 before the end of October. That's our goal. I know it's a crazy goal, but I'm a crazy guy. So, you know, you know baby. Um, so we're going to try to get those numbers up and get, get where we want to be with that. Uh, more details to our plan, prepare and execute plan that we're working on with voting. So we're going to work on some stuff for that so we can give you more details on that on Monday. Then Wednesday, we are super excited. Man, we was already excited before uh, the COVID-19 stuff. Now we are super excited for this VI, Vice President Debate Watch Party. We're going to jump on right before the debate, about 30 minutes before the debate starts on Wednesday night. So join us here on the Noisemaker page. We're going to have a good time. Grab your grab your wine, grab your popcorn, whatever you need to get through the event. Uh, but we're going to be here watching the, uh, <coughs> watching the debate in real time. And then we'll comment after. We'll comment during. You know, stuff that we like that's happening. We might, you might hear us in the background. That's right. <laughs> we're going to have a watch party right here on the Noisemaker page. And then, of course, you know, we got our Friday special musical guests coming up. We got a big Surprise. You want to put it out there now? It's up to you, bro. Hey, hey, he's he's confirmed, baby. He's doing it. Okay. So is it is it old school or new school? Old school legend. Oh man. Legend. You need to be here next week for our special musical guest. I wasn't sure we was ready yet. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. The legend. I and I mean legend. If you're a musician and you're here next week, then you're not a real musician. Chuck Rainey is going to be in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, legend Chuck Rainey, legend Aretha legend. Come on. Steely Dan, Michael Jackson, Jackson 5. Jackson, Jackson. You name it. Quincy son. Come on. Y'all want to be here for the history lesson next week. History lesson. Yeah, that's a musician's musician, man. He's the most recorded bassist in history. Mm -hmm. Say that again, Uncle Shay. Most recorded bassist in history. He's listen. He's the the bass player on Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World. Wow. On Sanford and Son. Shay. On Maud. Shay. This might be a come up. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> we doing big things over here talking to us. Y'all better recognize. Come on, yes, yeah, big thing. Good right there. Come on now. So y'all yeah. want to be here? Chuck Rainey gonna be in the building, dropping knowledge, dropping black knowledge. Listen, yeah, he got some stories. Y'all ain't man, y'all man. I don't know. We might get Chuck the whole hour, man. They ain't ready. For real though. If you don't know who he is, just Google the last Aretha Franklin movie, Amazing, Amazing Grace, the documentary. Yeah. He's all throughout that bad boy. He better be in the movie coming up. Yeah. 
He's in everything, dog. Better, I mean, you have somebody that better be playing him is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because you really can't talk Aretha Franklin without talking Chuck Rainey. No, you can't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So anyway, okay. I was I wasn't sure we was ready to make the announcement. I thought we were, but I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah. Let me yeah. ask. Let me, let me ask Young one thing real quick. I need you to come out this way and spit a few bars for me. What'd you say? I need you to come this way and spit a few bars for me. Oh my my my! Oh, come come your way. Come to the lab. Come to the lab. Drop a drop an address. When today? <laughs> Big moves always. Hey, you come. I'm serious. I can come today. Look yeah. at that. Let's make it. Let's do it. All right. All right. You uh we'll get connected. We'll contact. I can come out there today. That's not like I'm 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 open. My schedule open. Yeah, I know they've been quarantined, so they safe. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my son. Yeah, we serious when it comes to that. Say yeah. that. Amen. But uh you let me know when you're free. When you're free, I, I own the studio. <laughs> always true. Because after I leave this place, I can be headed towards your place. That's a that's a call. Just make sure they go to studio. Look, look here. We making moves on talking noise. Y'all better. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll come. I'll come your way. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. All right. So the next hit is on the way, y'all. All, All real right. Quick, real quick, I got one one more announcement. We got two new shows launching next weekend. A brand new uh, marriage show me and the, me and Mrs. Noise gonna do cause I still do. Y'all gonna like that? That's where we gonna get real raw with y'all. Yeah. Marriage thing. Y'all ain't ready. I don't know if they can handle us But we gonna lay it out there. I still do. And then of course, listen. When you own a company like we own, your kids get empowered. They feel empowered. Yeah. yeah. And so they've been bothering me. Daddy, okay, you got these shows. How come we ain't got no show? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And you, they told me that early. They was like, all these shows up on the wall. I see shows. I don't see my name. Where's my show? Mm-hmm. Well, now y'all got a show. Yeah. Check out next weekend, Daddy and the Girls. We're going to bring them on, let them do their thing. So we'll uh-huh. let y'all know. And uh, we're going to release the uh, schedule next week as well. So you'll know all the times. Uh, we hadn't done that yet because we wanted to make sure everybody was locked in their place. Now everybody seems locked in their place. We're good to go. So we'll be able to release the de- debuts of all the shows, when they're going to run. Uh, everybody knows now this show is at 11 o'clock every day. So uh, 11 o'clock Central, Central, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. So, uh, guys, we thank you so much for joining us. Oh, and by the way, tomorrow night, Uncork Wine. Yeah. Uh, I want Miss Uncork Wine. We have such a good time on that show. So grab a bottle and let's turn up this weekend. <laughs> and we got other stuff happening. We got other announcements coming. Y'all, this is this is the noisemaker space. This is what we do. Yeah. What we do. Now, yeah. listen, Jake, John Warren, if y'all rock out to something and y'all come up with a banger, I'm expecting to hear that banger next week sometime. What's up? I'm coming this way after this. It's going to be a transfer of information. Thanks to you. Send my number. Send this, and I'm coming. Listen, we're going to stay after this broadcast pops, and y'all going to change the information or whatever. <laughs> all right. All right. John, I love you, man. I appreciate you love, so much. I love, love it. Thank you for joining. Aaron, appreciate you, man, for hooking the up, making it sound so Thank crisp. Crisp. Crisp, brother. Oh, my God. God. Yes. You got to get a sound, man. All I want. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> got to give him the engineer the, the Oh, man, I'm nothing without him. Nothing without my guy. 
All right, listen, we're about to take a little break. We'll be back on Monday, 11 a.m. And like, and thank you all to all the noisemakers uh, who rocked out with us all this time, man. God bless each and every one of them. Let me see. Did I miss anybody? I think we hit most of the people that commented. Shout out to uh, Fred Hunter. I don't know who you are, but brother, you was in hey, there. Appreciate That's, that's my guy, Fred. Yeah. Man, appreciate you very much. Uh, Alan, Josh Dickerson, uh, wow. Stephen Johnson. Appreciate you, man, for showing oh, love out there. Thank you. Just a lot of love out here on the Noisemaker page today. Andrea uh, Winston Roll. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, we got a lot, just a lot of people. Marilyn Shamers, we appreciate everybody for sticking with us. All of you out there, man, especially those who commented. We love the comments. It's an active part of our show. Uh, my daughter said, bye, John one. I think you got a new fan. There you go. <laughs> Listen, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you. There he is. There he is. What up, boy, boy? That's my dude, man. What up, boy? I just wanted to oh, hop in and say goodbye. <laughs> what you say? I said I just wanted to hop in and say goodbye. We appreciate you, bro. We appreciate mm -hmm. you. All right. Hey. Thank you, Chad Major. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Josh Dickinson, yeah. giving us all that love. Amen. And we appreciate all the love on this show. And like we always say when we walk out the door and we out this yeah, Man, we sure had a good time today. And we appreciate you joining us for the ride. Tune in every day on the Believe Podcast Network and wherever podcasts can be found, like Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Music, wherever podcasts can be found. Also, you can visit us on Facebook on the Noisemakers page. That's the Noise, N-O-I-Z, Makers page. Or on YouTube on the Noise Media Entertainment channel. N-O-I-Z, Noise Media Entertainment. Well, we'll see you again tomorrow. Until then, keep making noise. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.